Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? Oh, I got a live one here. Welcome to another episode of uh, The Jews <laughs> Your turn The Jews? I, I said the Jews I'm okay. representing for you Now represent for me Oh and the black folks <laughs> Let's do it again <laughs> One more time One more time Alright Go ahead Welcome to another episode of The Jews And the black folks Alright, what's up, y'all? <laughs> God damn it, I gotta get you to say this word with a, a extreme comfortability. But why? Why would you want me to say it? In the context of comedy, Andy. I, I get it's it. It's in the context of comedy. Okay, within the Stop letting your personal morals okay. get in the way of your superpowers. But it- we are superheroes. When we touch this mic... Whether it's the podcast, whether it's radio, whether it's stand-up, we are putting on our fucking uniforms, our capes and cloaks. But we are superheroes. Your superpower is the, be- the ability to say anything funny within the context of comedy. But in that, in that, in that, you said in the context of comedy and what is necessary. What is necessary? Who said something about necessary? Me, me. I think that's I, morals. No, that's your morals. No, because ne- necessary has nothing to do with this. That's your morals. We cut out words that aren't necessary. We use better words. We can find them to make it funnier. What is the purpose of me using the word? You just said it to make it funnier. <laughs> I don't know that it you, makes it funnier. You, that's your morals fucking with you. I want, I want some, I want some feedback from people on this. People They're going to say podcast. it's hilarious. I want some. What feedback. did the guy tell you who listens to the podcast faithfully at the Boston Comedy Club that works there? What did he tell you? What was his favorite episode? Uh, well, trying to get you to say the word. Oh yeah, yeah. That was just- people that get the context of comedy knows why that's funny. Yeah, it's funny because you were fucking with me. But if I was just able to throw it out willy-nilly like that, it wouldn't be But that would anymore. be the wrong context. We're dealing in the context of funny right now. It ain't like you just, we walking down the street not doing the podcast, and you go, hey, man, look at them niggas. That would be, that would be wrong context, bad timing, unnecessary. But this is entertainment. This podcast entertains people. That is the purpose of it. It's informative, but most importantly, it's to serve an entertainment purpose. God damn it. Even in that video, the Lexington video we did, what did 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 they write back to you? One person. Don't say they. It was one. (laughs) And by they, what do I mean? One bad batch of pussy (laughs) doesn't spoil all pussy. Let's try this again. I'm not going to do the, it. The Andy. There's no purpose in it. All right, I tell you what. Did say it and he'll, Steve will bleep it out. No, there's just no purpose in it. Jesus fucking Christ. If you can. If, I am. I am. I am not gonna, Iron Man. It's not going to make it any. Thanos. It's not going to make it. fucking it's, Captain America. It's not going to make it any funnier. on the sidelines. It's not going to make it any yes, funnier it right now. Does. No, it doesn't. No, it, not at this point. It doesn't. You are morally letting your. You are letting your morals. Fuck you. That's what this is. It's not a moral situation right now. It's a funny situation. Right, I tell you what, here's that. what we'll do then. We'll do it again, and this time you say the Jews. You right. say the Jews. Okay. Ready? Welcome to the Jews and Niggas podcast. 
It's not as funny if it's the other way around. You're right. It's not as funny because it's not necessary. Oh, you fucking pussy. All right. <laughs> uh, what's up, Baltimoreans? I don't know what, you, what they call you guys. I know in Boston. Apparently, apparently, Aries has been telling me what you call you guys the whole time right now. Niggas? <laughs> I say that every fucking podcast. <laughs> Those are my people. Yes, my right, niggas. Right, right. So that's what you think it is because it's my people? Yeah. You're Jewish. Yeah, my Jews. Uh, niggas and Jews, we peoples, man. Slavery, Holocaust, big noses, gold chains, and Cadillacs. Come on, man. We the same motherfuckers. We just don't eat that weird fish you eat. No no one really eats that fish. We don't even like eating that fish. Y'all have matzo balls. We got meatballs. Y'all got gavilta. We got catfish. Yeah, fried. Ca- catfish is close. I'd like to try some fried gavilta fish. No. We'd had that when we went to... Uh I ain't market had no Lexington. fucking Kavala, No, Kavala man. I, I think that I think the Maryland crab cakes was as close as I want to get to get filter fish again. Oh, you can't compare that. Man, that Maryland that's crab like, cakes. That's like comparing apples to fucking tire rims. Where do we get we because we were at uh I don't even know if you want to talk about this right now, but we were at that Lexington market. We can get into the Lexington market, but first let's get into where we just came from. Oh, you want to start right uh, there? Yeah. Because that was not good. You know, I'm a big fan of Guy Fieri. I've said it before. Diners, drive-ins, and dives. And when I can, because I watch the show so religiously, uh, if I'm in a particular city and there was an episode I saw where I'm like, holy shit, I saw this on in that episode. I saw this place in, on that episode in this city. I want to try to revisit it and see if Guy knows what he's talking about. Most of the times he, he hits the nail on the head. I think I've had maybe this will now be three duds uh, from the show. What was the place called? Uh, Bop Pizza. Brick, Brick Oven pizza. pizza. Yeah. It was weak. Anal leakage. <laughs> it was fucking terrible. There, there was nothing special about this pizza. The look of it, I could tell. wasn't. When I walked in, I saw people who had, you know, had a couple slices on their plate. And I could just tell. And again, we, 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 we argue this. You know, it's hard for me because I'm, I'm, I'm a New Yorker. My my pizza is like my rap. I'm so by East Coast biased. Uh, New York is the king of all pizzas, but Chicago, of course, with the deep dish is second. And and every, everywhere else is trying to be almost New York pizza. Uh, and brick ovens almost scare me, except for the place we went to in Phoenix, which I really dug, which should be on diners, drive-ins, and dives. But it's not a drive-in or a dive. It's it, it, it doesn't have to be. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be. Okay, the show is. Diners, drive-ins, and dives. It's yeah. either a drive-in, it's a place you dine in, okay, or it's a dive. Yeah, um, and that was that was Bianco Pizza. Yeah, but this place, uh, it just didn't even look good, and, and it was it was it was crap. It was absolute crap. I don't know how the fuck. <laughs> I think somebody stole guy's tongue for this place. <laughs> I like how you didn't go easy on them at all. Uh, it was garbage. It looked like garbage, and I knew when I when before I tasted, it, I said, "This is garbage." Well, the crust wasn't even good. I, I, yeah, I mean, to I, me, pizza's about the crust. Partly, um, but this place was just fucking bop. Uh, should be torn down. This place uh, is bad. But they had, a, I guess, the big thing on the diners, drive-ins, and dives was the macaroni and cheese pizza, which which we got a slice to split. Uh, and I looked at this thing, and, and you can see it on my Instagram, Ari Spears official. Uh, just a mound of fucking cheese and pasta on top of, of of a regular slice, and my fucking colon almost leaked out my asshole. I mean, it just—I knew this was going to be. I took one bite and I was just done. I, I couldn't. There was no way I could scarf that down. It was. Um, it just wasn't. I don't know. I, I think macaroni and cheese pizza should be served to Chuck E. Cheese only. Uh, I think they do. Um, but shit, I'm sure if you just put Kraft mac and cheese on a pizza for a child, that'll be heaven. But this was adult mac and cheese. You know, this was that, you know, get acquainted with your toilet mac and cheese. <laughs> uh, it just wasn't my thing. You know, it, listen, it, it was it was cool. But again, I'm a New Yorker. We don't we don't we don't play with pizza too much other than the bare essentials, pepperoni, sausage, you know, extra cheese. I'm not a really a mushroom fan, but. That's kind of a regular pizza staple. Uh, nothing else belongs on fucking pizza. You know, to you homosexuals that put pineapples on pizza, and I'm not making this 
directed towards actual homosexuals. You could be straight as a motherfucking arrow. If you put pineapples on a pizza, you you in the pride parade. Uh, I'm smacking you with the hot metal tray that it's cooked on in the oven. Uh, pineapples do not belong on a fucking pizza. I'm sorry. Uh, when I was little, I liked uh, that pizza. Pineapples? Pineapple Canadian bacon. When I was little, I can't eat it anymore. Well, you had a... What the fuck did you have? You had a... Artichoke heart. Artichoke heart and... Ricotta cheese. Ricotta cheese on pizza. Yeah, it was delicious. Yeah, yeah, you... Dude, I found out today, Aries has never had artichokes. Not stuffed artichokes. Nigga, look at my body. Vegetables and me clash. First of all, uh, fried artichoke hearts are not healthy, number one. They're not? No. Because it's fried. Fried, and it is delicious. How about if you don't fry it? It's healthy? It's healthier, yeah, but it depends on how you do it. Like, my grandmother used to do these stuffed artichoke hearts mm-hmm. with this breadings. They were fantastic. And then usually people dip them in, like, an, and then I, aioli. So uh, that, right. that's – they're not really – I don't know anybody who eats them real healthy. What's the texture? Uh, well, it depends. There's different parts of that artichoke. There's the leaf, and there's some meat on the leaf, or then you can eat the, the heart part. Man and leaf. Look, look at that. Okay, yeah. Man, he's supposed to eat no goddamn leaf. Yeah, this leaf you're supposed to. We're eat. supposed to eat animals while they're alive and moving, and bite into it till it dies, like a lion bites into a, a antelope, a gazelle. Yeah, just till the till the life is gone. We're fucking men. No, man, this is goddamn leaves. Art, he's never had an artichoke in his life. That yeah, fuck that. You are. I, I felt. I never felt sadder for Aries. Dude, that you put that fucking moment. ricotta cheese. Ricotta cheese a, is delicious. Yes, on lasagna. No, it's really not on a goddamn pizza. Yeah, because it's cheese and there's some saltiness to it. It's it's really good. You want salt, motherfucker? Put salt on the pizza. No, have you ever had? Haven't you ever had a a, a white pizza? With just there's no red sauce. It's just olive a, oil. I've had a white woman with olive oil. Well, yeah, that's yeah. the same. Same. Put some ricotta <laughs> on her next time, and you'll see how good it tastes. Oh goodness! Um, and then we toured. Uh, what was it called? Uh, Lex- Lexington Market. Lexington Market. Um, if you ever come to Baltimore and you want to test as a black person how strong your blackness is in terms of your comfortability, you got to come to Lexington Market. Uh, this is the junkies, the drug addicts. Uh, On the west side the, of it. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the killers. They all hang out here. And it's like it reminded me of the US-1 flea market back when I lived in Jersey. Um, like a, 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 Not so much a swap meet, which that's what that was. But just in terms of it's predominantly food. But everything you want is in that motherfucker. I mean, it's like booths of, you know, seafood, as they say here in Baltimore, Merlin. Merlin crab meat, shrimp. Then on another booth, you got soul food, fried chicken, hot links, sausages, kielbasa, hot dogs, cheeseburgers. And in another booth, you got gyro meat, Greek food. You got Italian. You got every part of the pig that niggas ain't ate since slavery. Chitlins, hog moss, hog head cheese, pig's feet. Uh, what else did we? Fucking chicken and waffles. Um, there was even some Ju- a Jewish deli. A Jewish deli. Fucking, you could get, there's a, there's a liquor department. You go get your cigarettes, your tobacco, your liquor. But then next to that is health food pills and then condoms uh everything was there but sex toys uh and then you got crackheads who actually dance in the middle <laughs> of the square like full on dances uh well they have jazz there on uh or some type of music every weekend yeah and then they mix in the the, the 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 crack dancing with authentic jazz i mean i've i've been black my whole life and i'm authentically a nigga and i was uncomfortable i was i was uncomfortable i i, I grabbed my shirt like it was bed sheets to my neck, and I said, "We shouldn't be here." See, yeah, I was. I don't know why I felt I didn't feel uncomfortable. So you you didn't feel uncomfortable. No. So you comfortable around niggas, but you don't like saying nigga. Yeah, that's white logic. <laughs> I wasn't uncomfortable. And I don't know why, but we love you niggas. We love you niggas. All oh, we love you niggas, <laughs> but we don't love you niggas. No, I felt comfortable because the food was there. And we were all there for the food, and the food was terrific in that place. It, yeah, it was, I wasn't it thinking was, about it was, the people. It was really bad, great-tasting food 
for very cheap. Yeah, and it was it was it wasn't expensive. But dude, I cannot eat those. I could I could once I saw those chitlins. I have eaten chitlins before. But when I saw them, in have the, you? Yeah, I saw them in that 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 pan. Like, yeah, pounds. That was probably like a five pound platter. Right, and. I had mine fried, and those looked like they were just steamed, and, and they were soaking there, and they and were just juicy. soggy, right? Oh, and cold. Oh, I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't I, look at that yeah, again. They had pig's tongue, pig knuckles. Uh, well, I wonder where. I would love for niggas to let me know where do they draw the line on the pig? Because uh, we all do ham, sausage, and bacon. Uh, but only my relatives from the deep south fuck with pigs' feet and chitlins. Well, who is the 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 weather dude from? Uh, oh, Al Roker. Yeah, he yeah, had that great, great yeah, quote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did this before on the podcast. I just love this story. So, for those of you who have heard it, here's the repeat. For those of you who have it, uh, he's at the, the Kansas. I think it was Kansas City Barbecue Festival, and he's going here at the Kansas City Barbecue Festival. There are several booths that specialize in uh, different recipes for making pig. Uh, and in one particular booth, they actually had barbecued pig snout. And that's where I draw the line <laughs> for the Today Show. I'm Al Roker. <laughs> yes, yeah, so so I love how he just kept his, his news persona. So I think that's the line. The snout. The snout. The snout's the line. And don't they have some, what do you call, pig's balls? Oh, then that, no, that's Rocky Mountain Oysters. That's oh, bull kid, balls. That's bull, bull's but, balls. But I'm sure they sell pig balls. They're not going to waste pig balls. Oh, Jesus Christ. I just don't know what they call them. Jesus but I know, Christ. like the French, like pig ears is a is a big like appetizer. Well, I know. Uh, speaking of which, diners, drive-ins, and dives. Uh, if we ever do Oklahoma together, uh, I know we haven't done Oklahoma, no. right? Uh, this is called Mama Mama's Big Mama's Soul Food Kitchen Cafe in Oklahoma from Triple D, and the actual restaurant is in a school. It's almost like a school cafeteria. That they turn into a restaurant. And she specializes, and they did it on the show, barbecued pig ears. Yeah. And and she had she had a pig ear in between two hamburger buns and had Guy try it. And she kept telling him the texture was like bologna. Uh, and the look on his face when he ate it was priceless. Um, but what they really do good there is fried... Uh, Sweet and sour chicken legs. So fried chicken legs yeah. coated in sweet and sour sauce. Chicken legs, not feet. Legs. Okay. Yeah, drumsticks, which was absolutely fucking scrumptious. One thing she had that I wanted to try that I didn't try, sweet potato pie ice cream. Ooh, that sounds good. That sounds good, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Lexington Market did a chicken leg, chicken feet. Oh, I won't fuck. Yeah, that, no, I, I don't. I don't do that either. Because nigga, you see in the foot, you see in the three, whatever your toes with the nails and the talent. Yeah, I can't. I can't. <laughs> see, some of you niggas that eat that shit, I swear to God, you still have slavery in your body. You have been freed. You 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 were, you weren't born into it. You you're living in today's time, but at the root of your family history, s- slavery is. St- Still in your bloodline. You certain shit niggas just shouldn't eat. That's invented by black folks. Because we had nothing else. They gave us I the scraps. Get that, but yeah. that is that's that is uh, in the food heritage. That's part of the yeah. the timeline. Listen, I know I said it before on the podcast. The reason why you have coons in, in the black community at Paris Denard at uh, Mark, Pastor Mark Burns. Diamond and Silk, Sheriff Clark, C.J. Pearson, and I want to talk about this motherfucker. Um, who else is Coons? Uh, uh, Amarosa, Larry Elder. The reason why you have Coons is because in the history of slavery, there were certain niggas that worked in the house, and they would tell on the other slaves if they plotted a rebellion, if they were reading. These were the most loyal Yassa boss niggas, like Sam Jackson's character in Django. That's how I know in the slavery days, these them current niggas that I just named, they had family in the house. They they was they was cool niggas because 
that's passed down. Like 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 real racism is passed down from white father to white son and so forth and so on and the clan and it's taught. That kind of coonism was has been taught. Hey, you better love that white man. Don't believe these niggas out here. It, it, it just, I'm telling you, you can tell who they are. But this motherfucker right here, there's a dude on Twitter. I swear to God, Andy, I want to punch this motherfucker in the face with my escalated 80 miles an hour head on. You know why? Not only, the coonism is one thing. He's a comedian. His name is Terrence Williams. Black dude. His whole AV, his whole promotional scheme is him with a piece of chicken, eating, eating a piece of chicken, drumstick. Let's start there. If nothing else, that image, I, and, he, and I've argued with him. I've gone back. He goes, Scott, you're looking at it from that aspect. How could you not? Black people have been racially stereotyped and linked to chicken since forever. Even if your intent wasn't to, to make it about that, if you know that stereotype exists, nigga, why would you perpetuate that? Why would you give white people who already hate you the reason to go, look, you see, that you see how they are? Look, look, nigga doing it himself. I ain't got to do it. That's them. But then there's his views on he voted for Trump. Uh, you you got to check this motherfucking shit out. He voted for And the only reason why I am not going to verbally annihilate this nigga on Twitter is because I know it will probably mean the permanent suspension of my account. Oh, yeah. Because they already gave me six days, which was the longest I ever had. So this is the one where I go. I gotta walk away. But this coon shuffling, shoe shining, dancing for a quarter, Sambo chasing a tiger around the tree, motherfucking big soup cooler lip motherfucker. He will post videos. Uh the one that really pissed me off. But before that, he posted a, a thing and he said Look at me at my show here in Houston, Texas, at some place that wasn't even improv. It looked like some fucking uh, rented out barn. And he goes, how could white Trump supporters be racist and yet they're here supporting me? And he has a huge picture of all the people in the crowd. Of course, 99% white. And then when you read all the responses, it's all the typical shit that white people say who love niggas who hate themselves. You're a good one, CJ. You're a good one, Terrence. Yeah, right on the money, Terrence. Yeah, you don't, you're not into liberal slave thinking. Way to get off the plantation. Yay, nigga. And then he has a video where I guess there was an incident where a black cop, a, a white cop is tussling with a black guy. And I always recommend black guys do not do this i've seen several videos where niggas are lucky enough to yell at white cops i mean be having full-on rage infested uh what's what am i looking for not give and take because it's really going one direction i don't give a fuck about you being a cop i mean barking at the cop like motherfucking uh bobby knight at one of the refs Black men, you are playing a very dangerous game of Russian roulette, and there's only one bullet missing from the chamber. You don't do this. Don't do this. If you're lucky enough by the grace of God to get away with that, let alone put your hands on a cop and not die, don't, don't play this game. But anyway, so he shows the video of a black dude in fisticuffs with a white cop, and the motherfucking black dude suplexes, and I'm not even exaggerating, WWF suplexes the cop in the air and slams him on his body. And then the black guy gets up, you know, to run away and the white cop gets up never once drawing his gun. This thing is lucky. Point is, though, now was he wrong? Of course. Of course, you don't put your hands on a motherfucking cop. No matter what color you are, but especially if you're black. 
So he was wrong. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not supporting this in any way. But CJ then goes on a five-minute rant about how blue lives matter. And he goes, is this what we doing now? Where motherfucking niggas is slamming police? That cop should have killed that nigga and blah, blah, blah. Do not use that as an example for why a cop should kill niggas. Because let's be real. The majority of the time they kill niggas and niggas ain't suplexing cops. Did he actually say he should have killed? Yes. Yes. So he's promoting. Well, his, he's, he's trying to be slick. He's trying to promote the fact that, yeah, he did, this one deserved to be shot because you fighting a cop. But he, if he had no gun, he still doesn't deserve to be shot. I don't understand why anybody would say that, especially in the Because he's a right coon. This thing is a coon. Like, and, and what really bothers me, again, I know we got coons out there, but the thing that's bothering me, you're a comic, dude. You're a com. You're a black comic. What does that mean? That means that if you have done your job as a comic, period, regardless of color. But we cannot ignore the fact that in this case, like in most cases in America, color is a factor. Dude, you don't study Richard Pryor. You don't study Eddie Murphy. You're unfamiliar with the comedic stylings of. D.L. Hewley, Dave Chappelle, Eddie Griffin. You don't know about Moms Mabley. You don't know about Step and Fetch It. You don't know about Mantan Marlin. These are niggas who have paved the way for your black ass. And the Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, Eddie Griffin, D.L. Hewley. Some of the smart minds in comedy that are black talking about racial issues. If you have any respect for yourself as a comic, particularly as a black man comic, how do you how do you basically disconnect from the greatest niggas in comedy for your bullshit coonism political view? You should be banned from comedy. You should be hogtied with a with a comedian's microphone rope. And escorted out of the city. I, I noticed you didn't put Flip Wilson in there. Do you think Flip, Flip Wilson? Wilson too? Okay. L- he, listen, again, at a time when blacks weren't really on TV like that. He broke through. He broke through. That's what I wanted to know what your opinion he was. He broke through and created one of the most uh, incredible, indelible characters in, 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 in uh, what's Geraldine. Name? Geraldine. How is a black fucking man? Comic. Those two elements are are so so synced together. Comic. You have a job. You have a duty as a comic. Then as a black man, comic. You've basically just shut the door on all the niggas I named. Cause you so want to, you know what I'm saying? Wear white booty hole as a motherfucking, you know, as a as a hat. Like nigga, are you serious? Oh God, I swear, if I, I swear God, if I'm ever performing somewhere and this nigga's on the bill, it's gonna take everything in my power not to verbally annihilate him in public. And let alone the nigga could never open for me. I'd choke him out. This nigga's a disgrace. A disgrace. Who's uh You feel better? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is the part where we should do the intro again. Welcome to the podcast. I'm the Jews. These are the niggas. Okay. It's just, yeah. Let that dude say it. He'll say it, but but he'll say it when we talk context. It ain't going to be in a comedic context. It's going to be in that coon context. No thoughts? I I mean, uh, no. I I really, listen. The only way I can say this is I can never understand what a black man goes through on a daily. So I can't speak. You can speak about him all you want. I really can't. I don't know what he goes through. Well, you, I think you, prob- you, you probably would have more of an opinion on it if you saw Some this, Twitter, this yeah. Twitter. I just I, again, I'm just you know your 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 promotional 
tool is you with a piece of chicken. But what if he just, lo- what if he just loves? What if he just loves chicken? Uh, that's that was his argument. I just love chicken. But when you put all the pieces together, Blue Lives Matter, Trump supporter, all white fans, nigga, let's read between a lot. We know what it is. Yeah, we all like chicken, but that's his way of, you know, jazz hands. Love me, white man. That's what that is. I'm one of the good boys. Yeah, man, it's just it's just too hard for me to 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 get on go on him because. Okay, let me ask you this question though, because this is this is because you you brought up the chicken. So we ate the other day at uh, at Phillips the. uh, Seafood place down there. Right. I ordered a side of watermelon. Yeah. Does that bother you at all that I I, I would order that? Only if you fed it to me. Okay. <laughs> but when they're bringing if you a- ordered it for me, unbeknownst to me, to feed it to me, and I'm in the middle of eating uh, crab, and you went, nigga, put that down, eat this, <laughs> and you held the rind while I bit it, it would bother me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but so if I was on that and I I, I tour uh, I tour with you right. and we tour around and I you know I like watermelon because I ordered the shit when we're at where I we're love at. watermelon. Okay, but if I was holding a piece of watermelon up, going Andy Steinberg's comedy tour, come see me on the road. What no, would you think about that? It wouldn't mean anything because you're white. Yeah, if I did it. But it's the same implication. But I'm touring with you, and you're black. So, and I'm holding this piece of watermelon. Now, does it does it does it change the way that I look on it? No, but if you you saying if it was a picture, yeah. Only if, like, for the people that can't see, picture Andy. <laughs> stop. Picture Andy on a picture, full frontal, from about mid chest up. Up in his right hand, he's holding right next to his face a piece of watermelon. Now, that's the picture, just you. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Now, here's where it gets wrong. If I'm behind you, biting over your shoulder into the watermelon while you're holding it, then that's a problem. Okay, but now, but aren't we doing a double standard, though? Because if I'm touring with you and I'm trying to say, hey, come see me with Aerie Spears, and I'm holding that, now am I not trying to... Am I not trying to bite on a stereotype? That uh, if I'm not in the picture, what you know? Okay, I'm no. a I'm a white dude who likes watermelon. And I don't know. I just think that now picture me. I'm the nigga that likes watermelon. Yeah, I know. I get that it's different. I get that right. it's very different. But it just seems like I. It, it, I don't know. I just I'm trying to defend this dude somehow. To, There's to, no defense for this. And here's the other thing. I said it's like being a detective. The clues. The Trump supporters, the, 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 uh, the he's got Trump, he voted for Trump, Blue Lives Matter, chicken in the picture. The nigga's hairline is terrible. No respectable black man goes with a bad hairline. Like, this nigga ain't seen a barber since Stevie Wonder last had sight. Stevie was born blind. This nigga's hairline is horrific. No real black man goes without an edge up. You add all them clues together. Maybe he's going to a white barbershop. Nah. Nah. That nigga's shit is untouched. <laughs> that nigga look like, this shit look like Kevin Durant's. <laughs> How can you fuck with Durant like that? Because everybody knows. Look at Durant's hair. That nigga's scared of a brush. I once said it, dude. I, I had a picture of a close-up of Kevin Durant's hair. It looked like little pieces of taco meat. I, yeah. But that's not... His hair looks like a 17-year-old... A 15-year-old Zimbabwe schoolgirls. Dude. I'm telling you, man. Oh. I haven't lost where we were on this. with that other. But he's not the only black dude that's voted for Trump. Listen, we know... Like I said, the, 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 the coon cast... Okay. C.J. Pearson, young 15-year-old boy. Terrence Williams, this dude. Paris Denard, Pastor Mark Burns, Armorosa, Larry Elder, Diamond and Silk, and Sheriff Clark. These nine niggas. Boy, oh boy. But you, but by saying that, let's just, I'm just saying this on Trump. You don't think there's, I think there's a whole different group of black folks that voted for Trump because of Hillary's work 
putting black men in jail. I'll believe them if you show them to me. Come on. I don't think anybody's going to come out don't and say Don't tell it. me what you think. I'll believe you if you show them to me. So you, show me these niggas. Okay. Every nigga I've ever seen that supports Trump has coon, obvious tendencies, thinking, behavior. Oh, and another one, Candace Park, Candace Owens. So you're 10 now. 10. But you don't think that there's a group of people that just couldn't stand Hillary because of the shit that she did? Don't too? talk to me. Think is speculation. Show them to me. I couldn't vote for Hillary. You're white. We're talking about black niggas, coons. I just couldn't vote for Hillary. Okay. I t- I, and, and, and listen. That doesn't mean I voted for Trump either, folks. To be fair, if you can show me a black person that voted for Trump, other than, than the 10 I named, <laughs> I think I'll give it to you. I don't know not a one. I don't know not a one. Ain't no real self-conscious conscious. Kanye. 11. That's 11 now. The Coon cast. Ain't no straight up black person that is straight, black fist in the air, Afro sheen, uh, got a drop of Nat Turner in their DNA voting for Trump. Because again, we know the history. We know this man is a racist. Look at what he's, look at, go ahead. I know the question. Go ahead. No, you don't, you don't think Nat Turner and Trump could have hung out? You don't think that Nat Turner and Trump had some- Oh, Nat Turner would have brought that nigga's bird nest back in his hand. <laughs> like it was nothing. <laughs> Just as a trophy. Uh, listen, man. Um, I mean, look, the, 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 the fact that people could even sit here anymore and say, how is Trump a racist? Again, look at what he's doing to the Mexican kids. Kids in cages. Ripping kids from their mothers. It's, it just is it is it just a coincidence that everybody that is brown is catching the fury from this man? Is this is a coincidence. Is it a coincidence? What he say? Third world countries are shitholes, but he wants to welcome Europeans with open arms. Brown kids are in cages, but yet the the borders are wide open to the Switzerlands and the cheese people. See, the problem is I can't defend this, but I can. There's st- there are statistics that support some of the things that he says. There's an overwhelming amount of Latino just be, just, and Hispanic people that have been. It's uh, it's upwards in the two thousands of eight million. Hispanics versus the Europeans, which are under a million that have come to the United States. That's some of the, but I'm not saying I'm agreeing right now. I just want to make sure everybody understands this. I'm just saying there's statistics that actually kind of support why they're cracking down on how many of the Hispanic Latino communities that are moving in to the United States. I just don't like how he uses MS 13 to defend it. I don't like how he uses, uh, it could, what, what, what is this? The four-year-old kid is an MS-13 member? Mm, sounds like a, a cable channel. MS-13. <laughs> Listen, just because it's said or documented don't make it true. I, I'm just saying there, there, there's something I, written about in liberty for, in justice for all. N- we know that ain't true. But No, that's not true. It's one of the greatest lies America has ever told. No, you know what, though? I was thinking about this and liberty and justice for all. Uh, where is that written? Uh, somewhere in America's uh, history. Is it the Constitution? Is it the Constitution? Is, 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 it, is, it, is it the Constitution? Uh, yeah, I think it's... I don't know. There's supposed to be liberty and justice for all. Okay. But we know there isn't. There's supposed to be. Yeah. A lot of things are supposed to be. But because of the... We're supposed to have the... I don't know. We have the opportunity to fight for that. I don't know that we all get it. Of course, we don't all get it. You know, um, and the last thing I ever want to do is sound like I'm defending uh, Adolf Donald. Uh, nah, that's not right. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna let you do that to him. No, no, man, that's. He, I mean, yeah, we, we could say that he, now that the kid's in the cages. I mean, let it's me getting ask you, close. Let me, let me ask close. you. Let me ask you. If you, th- if you thought he could get away with it. Do I think he would do it? Yes. No, I don't think he would do it. 
Really? You don't think that certain politicians, if it could be done without any repercussions, would bring back slavery? Wouldn't bring back slavery? The politicians we have today? I'm thinking if you think it and you feel it, the only thing that stops you from doing it is the repercussions. Who was the last one? Who was the last one? Well, no, because they said there's some white supremacists that are in the... In, in, Man, I don't know. Did you, did, a, you see, did you see? Did you see the picture that Huckabee used of the Latino gang members uh, trying to somewhat describe immigration or defend what Trump is doing? No. And of course, it was the, what he's doing is the picture. It's racist as shit. So that's what I'm saying. Why is it so far fetched to think that in some of the minds of these blatantly racist politicians? If they could snap their fingers tomorrow and bring back the 17th, 18th century without any ramifications whatsoever, they wouldn't do it. They can't. That's the important part. I'm saying they can't. Yeah, but if they could, they would. Man, I, I I don't know. I think it disgusts Trump that he can't flat out say, I don't like black people. I don't like. Do you think that's true though that Mexicans. he doesn't like black people? Yes, I think it's true. You really think? I really believe just that. Just straight up, uh, any, any he doesn't like any black folks. Listen, he likes the niggas who, you know, all the famous niggas, Mike Tyson, the Kanye, rich, rich, powerful, pa- famous, and I think that's what he likes: rich and powerful people. But even then, I don't know if it's about him actually liking them, because again, with celebrity comes, you know. False, f- false love, false acceptance. L- l- when we were here, what happened after we hung out at the show? Where did we go to the power plant? Yeah. What happened? Oh. <laughs> what happened? What when we were trying to get in? Yeah. Uh, we were trying to slide in, and uh, it was after where they cut the cutoff time. It was one o'clock in the morning, and uh, I don't know if it was a cop or a security guard, but I think he's a cop. I think he's an off-duty cop. Uh, he said we couldn't come in because they had already cut off. Right. The time. Said, Sorry, fellas, no, no dice. And he he was one of those that that had that bravado, like you know, I'm I am the law type dudes. That, so I I said okay, and you know I don't ever play the hey it's me card. You know you know you don't you don't. So I saw two brother cops off to the side, and I said, hey man, uh, any way I could before I could even get the words out. Oh shit, Aries! What's up, baby? Yeah, we got you, man. Come on, man. And and of course, the I am the law saw that. Well, he heard you even talking to them. He heard me talking to him. He saw it. And as I'm starting to make my way over, I hear him go to one of his people. I don't care who he is. Rules are rules. I don't give a fuck who he is. Rules are rules. But then, as no sooner than he said that. About half a dozen people. Aries Spears, Aries Spears. Can I get a picture? Can I get a picture? Can I get a picture? And then finally, one of the top white guys who run the facility comes over and a person escorts me in. Uh, and he's heated. He's heated. Cut to we go there again last night. Uh, we didn't hang out at my normal spot, Norma Jeans, which is the nigga side of town where all the black strip clubs are. That's where I'm staying by. Yeah, I'm trying to be a a loyal husband. Dude, it didn't change your life at all, not going. Um, So we go back again, and only this time, I am the law, comes up and goes, dude, I Googled you last night. Uh, I had no idea. Uh, Yeah, man, I, I was just trying to do my job. But anyway, come on in, dude. And we get in. I think the first three or four places we go to, every drink is on the house. I take pictures at every stop at the Mosaic nightclub. Guy comes over, gives us two platinum VIP passes. Tell us, go straight in. Don't have to buy for drinks. We just go. We want to get two drinks quick, me and Andy, and leave. Then the bartender goes, we put a table aside for you, bottle of champagne. So, and I've always said, being a famous dude is like being a pretty bitch like a blonde with big tits you don't love me you love the tits you love the blonde hair 
You love you, you you. That's what I'm saying. Trump, he don't like Mike Tyson. He don't like these niggas, but they're pretty bitches. No, but I think you guys are missing this. And when I say you guys, I mean everybody who has the same feeling towards Trump. Listen, he doesn't care about anybody. Look at his family. Look at his daughter from Malam from Malam Marples. She was never even part of the family until he ran for president. He don't give a fuck about giving a fuck. He wants what he wants. If he wants ice cream, ice cream is his favorite thing right then. That's it. He doesn't go by what uh, like so like, so wait a minute. You don't believe Trump is racist? This is a yes or no question. Then yes, but I have to I have to clarify but that. Before you go into but I just want to be sure. You do believe he's racist. You do. Yes, but there is uh, but wait, 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 yes, wait, there is. wait, wait, wait. I'm going to let you go ahead. I'm wait. Okay. There are no levels of racism. You either racist or you're not. There's no such thing as a little bit racist or racism with an asterisk. You either oh, racist I'm, or you're not. I'm going to go I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm going to agree with you because you're right. It's either yes or no. But when you said levels or how people are concerned, I, I think there is a difference. I think that any 74-year-old white man who's never had to deal with anybody he doesn't want to have to deal with, never has to have anybody he ha- doesn't have to want, any need to deal with anybody that, that isn't necessary in his life, he's that racist. That's how racist he is. He doesn't have to deal with because he doesn't because he doesn't have to deal with black folks. He That's doesn't have to stu- deal with no, Mexican wait, wait, wait. folks. He doesn't have to deal with it. He's never that dude's never been to a DMV to get a driver's license. He doesn't deal with people he don't want to have to deal with. Okay, but not wanting to deal with someone because you simply don't want to deal with them. That's stubbornness. Not want to deal with someone because of their, their melanin. That's racist. That's one has nothing to do with the other. Be specific. Does he not want to deal with people because he just doesn't want to deal? I'm 71 and I'm an old motherfucker and I'm stubborn and fuck you. That's got nothing to do with being racist. He displays, You're just stubborn. He displays racist tendencies. Well, then he's racist. Yeah, he really, he has to be. If, if we're going to define it, yes or no, yes. Okay. And if you are a racist and you don't want to give people uh, liberty and justice for all, Based on your racist DNA, yeah, we have a problem. We have a problem. I I see you trying. No, I'm not trying. I just want to know what, what he. I'm trying to say this in the way that makes sense. The fact that you can't say it easily, I know, I, proves I, that this man is a problem. No, I can in the s- race department. It, he is a problem in the race department because whether he is a straight up racist clan member, which I don't believe that he is versus that he has racist tendencies because he is unaware and he's not smart when it comes to people of other uh, origins and, and ethnic backgrounds. There are some people that are simply not smart that have not interacted with other people. You could be racist considered towards artichoke hearts or artichokes. You have no idea. You've never had an artichoke. You already assume what the artichoke tastes like. You don't want an artichoke. You don't need an artichoke. You don't have to have an artichoke in your life ever. You ain't never seen an artichoke hang from my tree. That dude has never had to deal with anybody he's never wanted to. That's what I'm trying to say. Which leads him to have thoughts that are not correct, which makes him a racist. But I don't think of him as someone who's going out and is intentionally well. But see, but he's president, and so that is the problem. That is the problem. It's it's a man who ha- who isn't aware uh, uh, um, carries these thoughts. Uh, uh, hold up, hold up. So it's almost like if he wasn't president, he's become more racist, or it's it's more out there or obvious now since he's become president. The, Before he was president, he was just Donald Trump, right? He was Donald Trump and didn't deal with the people that he didn't want, and it didn't have an effect on other people. Right. Now, he's thrown a big rock into the water, and now the ripple effect is being felt because this is, of this, his person. This is where I quote Michelle Obama and her great, her great quote. The United States presidency shows you who you are. I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not putting that as eloquently as she did. I wish I knew the exact quote. I might even look it up. She said something to the extent of, 
when you get this job and you are in this position, this job reveals who you really are. What, what did the job reveal about Obama? Compassionate, caring, thoughtful. What yeah. does it reveal about? But it also what does showed it reveal the, about Trump. I, I, I can't remember. I can't remember. Making fun of the disabled, grab you by the pussy, put brown kids in cages, third world countries are shitholes, get them sons of bitches off the field, uh, punch them in the face, uh, talking about women's menstrual cycles. That's a lot of mixed together that I can't address oh, all at one well, time. Well, okay. Yeah. How much ingredients do you need in the shit stew to, to recognize but and I, call it shit stew? Well, first of all, these policies that he's doing, like putting the kids in the cages. Okay, we can all agree that the kids should not be in the cages. We can all agree that the kids shouldn't be separated from their parents. Well, here's what I was going to say. And again, I, I kind of was going to say this earlier, and then I kind of got off track. But you, I'm glad you said that because it brought me back. Listen, if we're really going to be technical, and I so don't want this to come off like I'm defending this shit bag. There's no sense in having laws if the laws aren't going to be obeyed. And if people are coming here illegally, yeah, that's a problem. And they should legally go through the steps to become citizens. So while I do not agree at all with kids in cages and separating families, What's the point of having laws if the laws aren't going to be obeyed? Then we have anarchy. But this is the... I, 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 you know. And I get people are fleeing horrible conditions to come for a better life. I get all of that. And, you know, you, you should all... Everybody wants to have a better life. I get that. But you still should follow the rules. I'm going to tell you something that bothers me, and I hate... This is going to make me seem maybe petty or whatever. But listen, when you go to the airport and they say we're only boarding first class right now, there's a system in place for a reason. And look, man, those first class seats cost a lot of money, thousands of dollars, depending on where you're going at the time of the year. A, a round trip ticket from L.A. to New York can cost you $5,000 round trip first class. If I pay that much money for a ticket, I want what comes with having that ticket. And there's a reason why it's called first class. You get on first. One of my favorite commercials, that E-Trade commercial, where the guy's sitting in coach and he sees the luxury of first class and as he's walking Towards first class, you fly me to the moon, let me. And just as he gets there, the stewardess shh, closes the curtains. And the commercials basically say, hey, man, E-Trade, get your finances together so you can get this. Sometimes when I'm about to get on a plane and you hear the, 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 the clerk, the lady, you know, working the desk. At this moment, first class only. And I see a cavalcade of motherfuckers rush to hurry up and get on the plane. And I'm knowing, wait a minute, ain't but so many seats in first class. All these motherfuckers ain't sitting on first class. And I'll even look at some people's tickets, 27C. Motherfucker, did you hear? That's I don't say this, but that's how I think. That's how I'm feeling. I just paid 4000 Well, I didn't. The comedy club did. <laughs> but <laughs> shit, somebody paid $4,000 for me to ride in first motherfucker glass. Fall back, nigga. And 27C, fall the fuck back. I am first, goddammit. And, 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 and here's where, okay, you know, joke slash racial comes in. But a lot of times I look and the people holding the tickets is Mexicans or Latinos that clearly don't speak English. So it's like on top of the fact that you're breaking the law, breaking the rules 
damn, you don't even understand what the fuck is being said to you. Now I know I'm I'm on dangerous ground here. You are on very dangerous because ground. people will people will will hear this and first thing racist. But come on now, let's look at it from this point of view. Now I pay my money, hard earned money, a lot of money, so I'm supposed to discount that for what? In exchange for I pay, goddammit. You should get what you pay for. So not only you are trying to break the rules, but you don't even understand when they tell you, no, no, first class right now. No, no, no. Sir, first. Move your motherfucking ass out the way and wait till somebody call you, goddammit. But there is no national language for the United States of America, so no one has to speak English. Here's where here's where we get we're going to get into a situation where you now you and what you just said puts you in the group of the people that you just said. Not were, quite, but go ahead. Yeah, because what we don't have and we don't have a national language. Number one, number two. When you say we don't have a national language, what do you, what do you mean? English is not recognized as a national language of the United By States. By whom? By America. We are a melting pot. Everybody came from somewhere. Hey, well, you let. That's why. That's why when you go to school, they have to have translations for you in all your languages so that you can go to public school. Because we never said a national language. In my heart and somewhere in my ancestry, I know I am Zimbabwean, but I'm an American. I'm an American. So what is it the what is American language? There's no such language called American right now. This is English. Well, from, then that's from there England. it is. From England. Well, there it is. God damn it, crumpets and tea. Hey, I'm Shirio Gabna. I'm just saying you can't that that's a racist thought. Now you're in the same place as, as Trump. No, because I'm not trying to put kids in cages. That's too far. So, no, 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 because you just told me, you told me there can only be a little, you're either racist or you're not racist. (laughs) Touche, cocksucker, but you know what I mean. I know what you mean, but here's where, this is where we get twisted. This is where it gets tough. But it shouldn't be tough. But listen, you're defending. Obey the law. Yeah. Learn the language. How hard is that? But you're defending a capitalist system. A lot of the people who are fighting this, saying that we're we're doing things the wrong way, a racist way, a capitalist system is a racist system, which we are under the United States. We're in a capitalist system. They want a socialist system because that would be a more fair, equitable way, which would mean your first class is fucking out the window now you're at southwest and whoever Bullshit. however you however you got in Bullshit. line is how you get your ticket well even but even with southwest the a's are considered the business select okay so it's not first in the sense that there's a better meal there's a bigger seat it's a it's a it's a you get better in line life. first you get in line you first you just get in line you get, you get then, on first and then you by the by the order of your reservation after that select after you're an awards member then you get your seat that listen to you people that board the planes if you know you sitting in a twenties row look anything past eight six and that's usually on the on the smaller not the smaller planes but the where they got first class on the left and the right and that, they don't have those cubicles with the beds and all. Stop getting on the plane and looking up at the numbers in the first six rows. You in the twenties, motherfucker. <laughs> don't keep your motherfucking eyes straight. Maybe we just want to look and see who don't, has those don't tickets. Don't look up. Don't. Well, didn't look at the faces in the seats. Goddamn it! Don't look up at them goddamn numbers. You know that ain't you. They're trying to stick their bags up there so they can get them on their way. And out. they don't belong there either. So you prefer the capitalist system of the United States of America no, and speaking pre- English? No, I prefer that if I pay goddamn $4,000 for my ticket, goddammit, give me the poached eggs with the real napkins. And don't worry about Close that curtain, shit. Is it open? No, I'm talking about the curtain oh, on the curtain plane. plane. Okay, so what you're saying is then you believe that if you're sick and you can afford $100,000 to get well, you should you should be able to get well. But if you only have $10,000 or $5,000, you might have to die. Nope, because we're talking about life and death now. You can't, that's different from get your ass on the plane when you're supposed to. 
Okay. Kids in cages ain't the same thing as an airport ticket. Okay. It ain't the same thing as coming into the country legally. Okay. It ain't the same thing as learn the fucking language. So then so you're going to an extreme. No, so, but, so then we could say that there are differences and there are levels of, of what your rights and your expectations should be. Yes. So you are saying, and you already said this, if you are not a legal citizen of the United States of America... There's one way to become one, and you're supposed to go through, get in that you line, get it, and you, become you do that it line. the right way, so, and learn the fucking language. So, what should happen to someone who comes over here illegally, and they catch the mom, or the dad, or the family, and the kids, and should they just be like put on a bus and driven back to Mexico? Now, would I be wrong to say yes? No, I don't. I I'm not saying you that think that's wrong? wrong. No, I don't think that's wrong. I now it'd be different to go a. You come in illegally, separate them. That's different. That is Set, different. If they all come, they all go back. But what if you're, you're coming over here because of uh, you, uh, you? I forgot the word. I'm looking for the right word here. You, you, you're trying to escape uh, uh, your situation. No, not your situation. Not your financial situation, but your uh, political situation or your, your being uh, where, where you feel like your life is in jeopardy. There's a word. I'm sorry, people. I'm actually somewhat educated, but as here's, here's old, my question. Dumb. Here's my question. Why is and I'm I'm asking this legitimately because I don't know, and I'm hoping you do. Why do all the people that come from their situations come here? Why don't they go? Hey, let's go to England. Let's go to Switzerland. Let Let's go to Spain. But this is where the problem is, and this is where we get into the fight about brown people. Because they're coming up from Mexico, they're coming up from uh, 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 below Mexico. Uh, what, what are we? Uh, where, where, where is he saying MS-13 is from? Is from uh, uh, where? Anyway, they're coming up from the south of the border, and they're coming here because that's the easiest place to get to. They can't just take hop a boat, hop a boat, like you know, and paddle on over. Man, to, uh, some of them motherfuckers <laughs> be wonderful with rafts and floats and floaties and tubes. Some of the motherfuckers travel the entire Atlantic Ocean on a goddamn uh, tube. Oh man, dude! I, I you know what I want? Hey, to Tom Hanks made it on a makeshift raft yeah. with a volleyball all the way home. Yeah. Okay, but that's why, and that's where this, this, this all the everybody's coming up into the United States. Mm-hmm. And here's my here's my thing, and I understand, and I appreciate everybody who says that people have a right uh, to freedom. And they have a right, but they don't have an American right to freedom unless they go through the process. I know that some people are trying to escape uh, the, the, the situations that they're in, but a lot of people are trying to escape that. A lot of people are coming here legally. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how what, what the process is that... And I heard someone else say that this is a, we were right around. They said, this is a rich country. We can afford everything. We're in debt. How do we restructure and pay for everything? How do we pay for schools? How do we pay for the people coming to the country? How do we pay for the medic- uh, Medicare? How do we – I understand everybody wants everything to be peachy, but not everything can be paid for, just like at your house. You want cable. You want a phone. You want – but if you can't afford these things, how do you do it? Right. So how does this country do everything that everybody wants it to do and still have let everybody in and do the things that we need to do? You know, again, because America has always been a country whose history has been so tricky and shady and filled with lies. I don't even know that I necessarily buy this whole America's gazillion trillion bedillion dollars in debt. How the fuck is it that we're in all this debt, but we still the richest country in the world? But we're not the richest country in the world. Who 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 is now? We're not. China is. Okay, so ultimately that means what? What does China have over us? They own our debt, so I don't know what they have over us. They own our debt. Yeah, they buy our bonds for our okay. debt so that we can continue to operate. Um, but at some point, aren't they going to want to collect? Yeah. When we pay off that debt, if we don't, that's what some of these things that have happened here recently where they had to raise the debt ceiling when uh, they almost defaulted on loans, which would have costed uh, America money. They, they had to make a – the Congress had to go and they had to fight back and but forth. But we're still like the number one powerhouse in the world, right? 
I don't know what's the number one powerhouse. This is this is the difference. Here we here we go. Now you just hit something where you now we're back to Trump and Obama. Right now, right now is what you just hit on. When Obama was president, we looked at a world and global view on how we were going to work and find our space. Hold, hold up, hold up. Let's let's do this. Let's do this because I got my spider senses tingling. Don't forget your thought. We're going to label this podcast part one. Uh, Aerie Spears podcast. Uh, I mean, not podcast. Uh, Pandora. Uh, Aerie Spears on Twitter. Uh, just Aerie Spears. Instagram. Aerie Spears official. Uh, um. Facebook, Aerie Spears, and YouTube, Aerie Spears. My man hit me about the Lexington Mall thing, over 100,000. Really? Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm Andy Comedy, uh, andycomedy.com. You can find me there. All my social media is in the top right-hand corner. You can jump on any of those, but I really like uh, Instagram. Uh, man, I'm going to tell you guys this. My, my, my phone number is on there and my email, so you can... Text me a message or you can email me a message if you want to comment on any of this stuff and you want to be, if you want us to talk about your questions on the podcast. Uh, I'm going to leave my phone number up there until I start getting a lot of phone calls. That way I know people actually listen to this fucking podcast. Guys, uh, I'm Andy Steinberg. And I'm the nigga. Wow. <laughs>